0: This is Survivor Ben. It's been 23 days in the wilderness. Food is now real hard to find.
1: Excuse me, I'm
2: heading to the lake in my tundra. If you see a Tacoma and a 4-runner, tell them I went this way. Okay. I'm starving. Gotta go grow some steaks. Enjoy your hike. you got to be kidding me.
3: Qualified buyers get 0% APR for 60 months plus $2,000 special edition cash on a dependable 2016 Tundra Crew Max special edition. Toyota. Let's go places. Visit GSDoffers.com for details. Offers available in select states and N10-316.
2: Will Donald Trump Hillary Clinton... Or will the Democrat be the winner tonight when the two finally go head-to-head in their first presidential debate? I think he's very much uh, ready to go. A Republican National Committee Chairman Reince Priebus. We had 12 bruising debates in our primary uh, already, not to mention, I think Donald Trump spent the last five weeks, almost every single day, giving detailed policy speeches. As for the Democrat tonight... We've heard the Clinton campaign pushing for real-time fact-checking of Donald Trump. They've warned about the possibility of sexism tonight, comments about Hillary Clinton's wardrobe and her voice and that sort of thing. Fox's Mike Emanuel at Hofstra University in New York, where that debate will start in 10 hours. Several people are hospitalized in Houston, Texas this morning after a lawyer opened fire at a strip mall.
0: The civil authorities have issued a required weekly test for all of Connecticut, all of Delaware, all of Districts of Columbia, all of Florida, all of Georgia, all of Indiana, all of Kentucky, all of Maine, all of Maryland, all of Massachusetts, all of Michigan, all of New Hampshire, all of New Jersey, all of New York, all of North Carolina, all of Ohio, all of Pennsylvania, all of
3: Rhode Island, all of South Carolina, all of Vermont. All of Virginia, all of West Virginia, all of Puerto Rico, and all of Virgin Islands beginning at 11 a.m. and ending at 12 p.m. Test message: E-pause, open cap EAS feed configuration. Test
0: message: no action is needed.
2: Fox News Radio: Fair and balanced. A home burglary happens every 13 seconds. Ring video doorbell has been proven to stop burglaries before they happen by allowing you to see and speak to anyone at your door using your smartphone from anywhere. And now you can build a ring of security around your entire home, adding Ring's wireless weatherproof stick-up cam. With Ring, you'll know anytime anyone steps onto your property. For a limited time, listeners to this station get up to $150 off the Ring of Security kit. Go to ring.com slash news10. That's ring.com slash news10. News changes in an instant. It's my job to be on top of it all. The players, the pundits, the power brokers, everyone's got a stake, an agenda. I'm here to cut through the talking points and get to the heart of the issue. Laws, policies, key decisions that impact our lives need accurate, timely reporting. That's fair and balanced. There's plenty of room for political opinion, but only one place for political news. Watch Special Report, weeknights on Fox News Channel. Trending at 11:03 on Eagle News Radio 1110. I'm David Martinez. New Hampshire's state house cornerstone was ceremoniously rededicated this weekend with rituals, music, and patriotic speeches in abundance. Ceremony marked the beginning of a bicentennial celebration of the nation's oldest state house, in which legislature still occupies its original chambers. The Greek Revival style building, with its local smooth granite blocks, was designed by architect Stuart Park and was built in 1816 to 1819 with the cost paid by the city of Concord. Saturday's rededication closely mirrored a historic ceremony as the granite cornerstone was blessed according to Masonic rites. The three elements of corn, wine, and oil were poured over the stones. Senate President Chuck Morse opined, while much has changed in the two centuries since the original laying of the cornerstone, our granite foundation remains the same. For more information on this and other local news, visit eagletribune.com and listen at the top of every hour. For Eagle News Radio, Newsflash. Fly. The following is a paid program. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host and the guests and are not necessarily those of WCCM or its sponsors. Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable.
0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode, edition, whatever you want to call it. Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition, right here on Eagle Radio, 1110 AM, 102.9 HD2, the voice of the Merrimack Valley. Mm -hmm. I am Ron Kolok, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, New England's own Van Helsink. With me, as always... The steady rock yeah. who keeps the show together, yeah. the Professor Lou Bellassi, and of course my co-host, the lovely Scary Godmother, New England Scary Godmother, Roxy Zwicker.
1: Good morning, Pooh.
0: And the handsome debonair <laughs> Ken Zwicker. Good morning. Okay. Join us today, all the way from the UK, and I mean all the way from the UK. Uh, is someone who is my co-host From the international show And all around good bloke He is
4: Mr. Stephen Parsons Did you just call me good bloke? <laughs> <laughs> good bloke I can think he did can, can we have that uh, tape section kept? Yes I mm-hmm. carve that out for you yeah. sure.
0: So we're, here we are on Monday morning After a Spur a Question Which is an amazing time as usual Whole weekend of crashy-dashy, exciting stuff. Lou, you
3: didn't show up. What I like the pictures. I was following along on Facebook here. I like that you posted more pictures. Yeah, we got to get more of those, too. I like the Father Guido Sarucci look, too. No, did good. you really? Yes, yeah.
0: What about Steve? Is, is, uh, what was this? Uh, who were you? I anyway? don't know
3: if I saw a picture of Steve. i got to go back and look oh,
0: There's a good one of him and I, oh. I both in, uh, in our uniforms. Uniforms?
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jan looks, St. Jan, by the way, looks like she could be a nun.
0: I mean, that, that look that fit like perfect. Thanks right. for the
3: insult. No,
0: it <laughs> <that> wasn't <laughs> an insult. Sure was. You ever seen any nuns? They scare the crap out of you. <laughs> Sally Field.
3: What's the matter with Sally Field?
0: That was TV. Yeah. Julie Andrews? Julie Andrews. No, mm. She was a nun? Yeah. And what? Sound of music. Oh, fine. Anyway. <laughs> So, Steve, you traveled three thousand miles to go to uh, Spirit yeah, I Quest. Do,
4: I keep doing this <laughs> year. Uh, you'd think by now I'd have realized. So, what'd you think? Well, as I said, you'd think I'd realized by now. This is the fourth time. Yeah. You know it, you're older, but not wiser.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, Steve presented a couple of times. He did one on uh, exorcism, one on battlefield angels, which unfortunately I didn't get to see. But I was really wanted to see that one. Uh, some of the more famous cases of battlefield angels, I hope.
4: There is, I mean, the, the, the most notable uh, took place in World War I, um, the battlefield in 1914. The mm-hmm. Belgian town of Mons um, became known um, as the Angels of Mons, during which a, a retreating small British expeditionary force were outnumbered five to one by an advancing German force. Mm. and were saved by the appearance of, the, uh, of a, a host of angels uh, who drove the Germans back, or so the story goes.
0: So, and, and th- that's intriguing, and that's one of the things I always, like I said, i really sorry I didn't get the ch- opportunity to do it, to uh, be, sit in there. But was there f- physical interaction between the angels and the Germans, or was, was it just, uh, you know, rally the
4: troop type of thing? Oh, no, no. Um, according to the story, um, the angels shot a host of arrows at the Germans who fell like corn in the wind. Wow. That's pretty mm. cool. Oh. Wow.
1: Does
0: anybody get any of these arrows? I mean, you must have one, right, in your no, no, collection?
4: No, 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 no. no they,
0: I mean, you have the most amazing collection of They cool were stuff.
4: holy arrows, of course. Oh, so they. Yeah. Oh. But as I pointed out in my talk, this entire story was a fictional story written by the English author, Welsh author Arthur, well shorter, Arthur Macken, he just broke and he off. spent the rest of his life explaining to people that this was a fictional account, a short story that he published in the paper, oh, that's a shame. the Daily Newspaper, so, um, and he actually wrote several other pieces that explained that this was a fictional account. But not uh, there were fifty, sixty, seventy people coming forward with their own accounts of angelic uh, in- encounters on the battlefield at Mons and in other conflicts during the f- during the, f- the, the First World there War. There have been reports. Uh, there have. What was what is interesting is whenever these reports have been followed up in detail, what's missing is a f- direct first. There is no first-hand account. They are always. Uh, a soldier I passed on the way to the trenches. Uh, a fr- um, my brother was in France and his friend saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to a retired lieutenant colonel who, whose captain reported that mm. there isn't, they cannot find ever a single it happened to me, I was there and I saw it with my own eyes account mm. for any of them.
0: Well, oh, that's interesting, because you know from being from England about the famous battle that was seen in the sky, and, mm-hmm. and that was the first in, first-
4: first-hand reports. Wo- the, now, that's interesting, because in, in 1642, during the English Civil War, uh, the, the Royal Army and the Parliamentarian Army met, and a huge battle took place in the, in the summer months. Uh, in the approach to Christmas, in the days running up to Christmas um, of that year, there were reports from the local... Uh, villages and around Edge Hill that they were seeing and hearing a phantom battle being fought out in the skies above the, the battlefield of Edge Hill the reports reached King Charles at his headquarters in Oxford and he sent out a group of royal commissioners to investigate these stories the commissioners were there for several days they themselves witnessed the apparition battle in the skies and they they recognised members of Charles's military uh, force who were known to them personally. In fact, they were related to some of the commissioners. And it is the only um, account in existence anywhere in the world where a ghost army, a, a phantom, an apparition of any sh- form has been investigated by a royal commission and has been found to be case-proven.
0: No, I had always read that one of the commissioners that they sent out, in fact, was in this battle.
4: Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, well, he wasn't in the battle. He was peripheral to the battle. His brother was in the battle. Okay. And members. And, and, and indeed, uh, with the exception of one commissioner, all were linked to people that had taken pla- uh, part mm. in the battle. And many cases that they said that they recognized figures in the scene mm-hmm. that. Um, were their relatives. Now, you could argue now with hindsight that they were seeing what they wanted to see and that they were recognizing... We don't know. I mean, I, know. Would,
0: I would be more tend to believe them because they were actually there than not several exactly. hundred years later. So, and
4: so but what we do have to accept uh, is that it remains the only haunting or existence of apparitions that has ever been um, legally proved mm-hmm. and attested by a royal commission.
0: Well, you know, by a royal commission, but there are other reports of apparitions that have been testified by uh, U.S., I mean, not U.S., uh, government organizations. For, for instance, the, the, uh, the report of uh, ghost ships are, are often reported by uh, government organizations.
4: The, there is a difference between a, a, a report being made mm-hmm. and a legal Precedent being established, okay. a royal commission is a legal or uh, uh, has a legal authority right. in, in in Great Britain. But there are instances from both sides of the Atlantic where there is a legal uh, a, a ghost has given testament testimony in a, in a in a court right in a court of law. The Green Raya ghost, mm-hmm. and that has been accepted. And there are legal uh, precedents for evidence from beyond the grave. Mm-hmm. Um. Being taken and you know the testimony being provided and accepted in a, in you know in a legal court.
0: Roxy, do you know anyone in, in in New England that are similar to this that that we've had?
1: Actually, I, there's there's nothing that falls in into that deep of you know kind of a an acceptance that that's mm-hmm. what it is. It, it is a really unique case.
0: I mean, we have we have <laughs> cases like for instance the the Dover Demon where we have. Police reports and so forth that we have, but mm-hmm. you know, they're not, as you said, distinguished. And, oh, the, speaking about military, you have your military shirt on.
4: Called <laughs> well, the Help for Heroes shirt.
0: Is that the uh, is that the Ghost Army? Of, uh, no, no, ghost it's Help for <laughs> <laughs> the charity Help for Heroes. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, which is good.
4: But you talk about witnesses, and we give undue. Credit to somebody as a witness as, uh, as a reliable witness simply because of their job status.
0: But you, see, you made a you made a distinction. You said this is the only commission thing. So you made, said that that was actually an important factor.
4: Yes, it's an important but a yeah, 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 historical yeah, fact. It doesn't but,
0: mean. But, but it, you're gonna say that, okay, just because a policeman is, it doesn't make him a good witness, but yet that has a legal status pretty much like your commission does.
4: there is no legal status to a police officer saying, I saw a guy. Oh, it is a legal status, absolutely,
0: because it's part of public record, which is an important part of...
4: There are are countless... No, I'm talking about... I mean, it might be entered into the legal record Mm -hmm. as a... the... the, and it was indeed with the Enfield case, the police woman who witnessed the chair being moved um, filed a report. But that's just, you know, a a body of a report. There is no legal judgment or or being made on that basis. That is part of the body of evidence. Mm -hmm. It is not a legal judgment. The outcome of the Royal Commission, when they... Made a declaration of their findings mm-hmm. because there are a royal commission. That is a legal judgment that is entered into. Well, I mean, it, and the same when when a judge makes, um, you know, uh, prescribes his judgment. That and they have. To, uh, and I only said before they have taken testament from beyond the grave. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. So I was just going to say. What, I mean, those are. But that is never formed part of a
4: legal judgment. It is part of a legal judgment. No, it hasn't formed part... That's part of the body of evidence. Right, which contributes to the legal judgment. But the Royal Commission, their finding was based upon the... Mm -hmm. Their own... There is no judge and jury. There is no evidence taken.
0: Yeah, and just because, and and Roxy, you probably know this more than anyone, just because there is a legal procedure and a result is farmed doesn't make it necessarily true. And we can see that in the Salem Witches, where we we didn't burn, but we uh, hung uh, a lot of witches. in a legal procedure, of course, just using spectral evidence, exactly. And right, right Roxy. I mean, there were other cases too in, in in New England,
1: and 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 there are. And it's you know, it's it's one of the things where you you look at you know it today and you say that would never happen, but that was accepted at the time. Exactly, that, that was how they, they they had the proceedings.
0: That's the problem is we always judge from the future, not from the past. That's right. So we say that could never happen t- today, but we are saying that in, in the present and. In the future, they say, well, you know, that they did
3: do We that. do different kind yeah. of witch hunts now.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, we say, oh, we can't do that. But yeah. in, in reality, it, it's very similar. So yeah. it's we always judge from the future versus the past, which, not, by the way, is not necessarily uh, the truth. Uh, the future doesn't always make the past real or, or the results real one way or the other. I mean, once again, we as in the, the battle of edge and hill or whatever it was the distance between mm-hmm. it gets muddled and people will come up with their own conclusions and they use their own thoughts of the time to judge whatever event was in the past
1: steve do you think if this wasn't a, a military operation that this organization would get involved again with anything of a similar nature that they simply got involved because it was a military issue
4: uh, no, the Charles was... Um, he was a Catholic. Uh, sorry, he was... Um, uh, Shall we call Cat and ask her? King Charles. Yeah, what uh, he Charles was. Charles I was, Catholic was a... Uh, Catholic... Uh, his wife was a Catholic, Henrietta mm-hmm. Maria. Charles was a devout man. He believed he was put on the throne by by divine right. Okay. And he was getting these reports... Sort cred- like Hillary. Credible reports <laughs> that said that the battle was being refought over the skies of... Charles was also an enlightened man of science. We were just coming up to the point of the uh, this period called the Enlightenment,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and the founding of the Royal Society by Isaac Newton and others. And Charles wanted, you know, he felt it his duty to, to investigate. So he got, um, he set up a commission. This commission was um, made up of... The most learned men in his court, mm-hmm. and he said, "Look, I need to find out whether people are seeing this stuff. Go there and find out." And they went. They interviewed people. They talked to people who said was, there were shepherds, there were villagers, there were, there were landowners, and they themselves went onto the, the battlefield uh, and saw for themselves.
3: Okay.
4: Now, then, you have the accounts of the of the commissioners. And they, based upon that, they made the pronouncement.
0: So how does this differ from, like, a UFO case? I mean, we have very many government organizations investigating UFOs.
3: Well, you know what I'm thinking as he says this? I'm I'm, I'm thinking, what if Hitler had sent out a group of SS to go report (laughs) an incident of, you know, a bunch of angels and... England somewhere.
0: Actually, he might believe it, but we probably wouldn't because no. But from I'm Hitler. thinking
3: the SS officers are going to come back with the story he wants to hear. True, because he's Hitler. True. Mm-hmm. Right. True. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you and, know, Hitler, as we all know, is very into the occult. The,
4: the, there is yeah. a, there is a, a slight difference in that. You're oh, I u- imagine it's just that. Yeah, a yeah thing I mean, you're, you're using somebody who is who is a dictator and who people would not dare to uh, cross. Right. Charles was not uh, that way. No, okay. I mean he was he was king by divine right but he had a court of advisers and Charles would often be it would it be, would expect to be told you can't do that. Okay. That was wrong. This isn't so. Charles was um there was an atmosphere of being able to, s- to oh, tell him what he didn't want Lord, to hear. Uh, yeah. Lord Stafford, uh, one of his chief advisors, was notorious for putting Charles back in the box mm-hmm. and saying, you know, that's not happening. And throughout the English Civil War, Charles uh, would have made very many mistakes, but for his advisors going, no, we're not doing that. You can tell us till you're blue in the face. That's not happening. Okay. And that's always, that, I mean, we haven't had um, dictatorial monarchs since probably the 1100s. They've always had a court of advisors. Unless you go to North Korea, of course. Who were never afraid to, you know, kick back and say, sorry, your majesty, not at me. Okay,
3: good. Important distinction.
0: But, you know, I I find it all intriguing because, you know, a lot of things that we poo-poo nowadays, uh, we use our thoughts, our logics at this time, and, and yet we weren't. We're so far divorced from the incident that it's yeah. is easiest for us to... We were doing a thing at for a question. Um, uh, staring at a at an Iguana, which... <laughs>
1: oh, there's so which, much I could say there. Which,
0: which you know, I mean... Uh, Steve, you were, you got, you missed that, didn't you? No,
1: I got sent
4: home. I was told. Yeah. I was he was told. replaced by an iguana. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, Keith Johnson arrives and Ron blagged an iguana. A wooden blagged. Iguana. What is blagged? I'm blagged so, means we don't have that word here. And purred around Keith's legs like a kitty cat until Keith blagged. gave forth the iguana. I have a new word, I? <laughs> Blagged. Blagged.
0: That's blagged. not exactly
4: true because he came from Rhode Island, brought it to me. So no, it was still in the trunk of his car. Anyway, there is. Yeah. Ron learnt of this apparently haunted object I'm not going to go wrong. The do you was haunted? The... Yeah Ron, Ron will do the details okay. Oh was we, it taxidermed
1: we, or we, we'll, we'll come we'll, back We'll, right. we'll come What's back, back it? it was it's a, a wood carving well, We, we oh,
4: had okay. we had a uh, you know an agenda for Spirit Quest for that evening uh, on a sheet of paper in, in my pocket of <laughs> 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 <And laughs> I was I was working down the list and we got to halfway through the night and Ron said no you're finished you can go yeah and I, I dismissed d- them. Yeah, because I've been replaced by a wooden iguana.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Got about the same results too, I thought.
4: <laughs> I thought the oh. results of the iguana were better. Oh well they actually were. Shut your eyes, count to three, and open your eyes suddenly. Oh no no, it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't gone away. Yeah, but
0: did it move? That's the question.
4: And yeah, uh, so ninja iguanas. I have no idea
0: where I was going with this, by the way. <laughs> it's totally lost in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Iguan would <wooden. laughs> there was something about an iguana, but I can't remember. Uh, does it burn? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> oh you're not touching my iguana. But yeah, yeah, this this <laughs> this Keith Johnson, for those who don't know, was the demonologist on the show Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. Uh he has his own group now uh, near. And um, Anyways, he still gets called on cases and things. And uh, he was asked to uh, go. was the w-
4: only thing on Ghost Hunters that was um, wooden, the
0: iguana. You go, iguana never made it to Ghost Hunters. Sorry. No,
4: we had Grant and Jason.
1: <laughs> 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 oh. Wow. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Anyway. Um, so, anyways, he, had, he got called in to do a case. And uh, while we were in there, the homeowner wanted this... A iguana removed from their house because they thought it was possessed by a demon, and uh, so Keith got it and removed it from the house and gave it to me. That's that's, that's the story behind it. Gave. Yes, you worked gave. hard to get that iguana. You have no clue. <laughs> Go back to England. Why did I crying out loud? Why <laughs> did
4: I invite you over here? That so annoying.
0: That would be, so that annoying.
4: Would be so cool to have that iguana in my collection alongside my signed Derek Cora T-shirt.
0: Oh. <laughs> He did. He brought house. he brought me a signed Derek Akora T-shirt from the, the UK. Nice as well. as Harry Price photographs. Unless he burnt them, I don't know. He's been kind of funny lately. <laughs> I don't think he likes me anymore.
4: Well, actually, he never liked me. Well, all that was as nothing to the.
0: be replaced by iguana. As
4: nothing to the wooden iguana. Mm-hmm. So anyway. But I have no idea what the
0: hell I was talking about before, so... That's <laughs> nothing new. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> uh, spirit Quest was interesting, and uh, Roxy, we had, we had a, uh, a little... What, what do we have? A little angel sand s- thing. Well, it's
1: like a spirit circle, really. Spirit circle. And kind of calling in the... the tomato, e- 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 tomato. E- e- you know. Yeah, well, okay, whatever.
0: Mm. Mm. Which, which was turned out interesting the very end of uh, Spirit Quest. And we had a person that got uh, possessed... Wasn't that gawanna? Not this
3: time. <laughs>
0: Just because she ate a fly had nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, well, I mean, what did you think of that? I mean, that was kind of strange. I mean, I, I had a feeling that that was happening. but
1: Well, you know, first of all, this was a person who was suffering from severe p- depression. So somebody who was ill, they had to leave. Uh, it wasn't could, me. Not this time. Yeah, not this time. And because of all of that, that was the first person that the spirit gravitated to. And and she was not doing anything to keep that spirit out. She was letting it letting it in, letting it possess her, and saying, you know, oh, well, I've got to help you, I've got to help you, and sometimes you can't help spirits. And she just gave herself over to the spirit where she was physically starting to change and physically moving in a, in a sense that it did not look safe. It did not look safe for her or anybody else mm-hmm. that was in the circle. And I think that was a huge lesson for a lot of people wow. that they you have to know what you're doing. You have to be in the right state of mind, the right state of body. You have to call in whatever spirits that you need to align yourself if if you're prone to being too open. And she was just too open and we actually had to have her leave the circle. Um it was it was not good. She just kept bending over and crying and shaking and it was we were losing her. It was pretty annoying actually.
3: No, well, <laughs> well, people don't sh- know they have any kind of control or influence over that. I'm guessing going into these situations, we always have lot. control. We always have control. Well, I know, but people don't know it. A lot of people don't right. know it. Yeah.
1: And and out of you know the 20 people that were sitting in the circles, she was the one that was the most open, mm-hmm. and, and and definitely by, with a
0: lot of issues. In all fairness, it's it's because she chose to be.
1: Right. Oh, right, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I mean, she might have been in a weakened state, but she still chose to be in that state.
1: Well, she didn't choose to push that spirit out either. It no, she didn't choose. It took four of us
3: <laughs> to do it. Yeah, it was pretty... I mean, or she didn't know how. So will there be so waivers next know, year unprepared. at the Spirit Quest?
0: Oh, there were this year, yeah. In fact, if you die there, we just bury you in the backyard. We have no problem <laughs> whatsoever. You never existed, as far as we know. Spirit and waiver? I remember that. <laughs>
4: Fine. I, I fortunately was spurred that. Um, because often you find that when somebody is in that state... Now, I, I didn't see... I, the, the, the incident incidents. Thanks for that mention. But when somebody, that. because I was doing something else somewhere else. In you weren't staring at my agorna, were you? I was trying to, yeah, we were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they themselves are become the centre of attention because they're needy and they want to be the centre of attention and the more attention there have been many occasions where I've been in the room and the medium has become possessed and has got bored waiting for me to go and give them some attention and release them from their entrapped state and possessed state. And they, once they realise that I'm not going to come over and the people Just are not back. going to pay them any attention they seem to recover well enough from their <laughs> possessed e- uh, encounters. Mm-hmm. So, and I, that, you know, m- my experience is that there are very few people who are genuinely, you know, that needy that y- yeah. it requires four people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you re- if you need four people, then that's four people. They should be somewhere else. And just leave them quietly in the corner. They'll get bored. Oh, you could get a <laughs> bottle of Van <Ben> Helsing <laughs> <laughs> okay. special blend yeah, and, you know, know just
0: douse them with it and they'll be they'll fine. They'll you know, I have no problem with get that. Get, I
4: mean, I, I've resorted to some, you know, I've had, uh, I don't know what we're doing for time, but, um, There was a medium once um, who decided to play possession Mm -hmm. and um, while he was thrashing around in his possessed state seeking attention I moved a bulk of wood behind his head uh, and as he thrashed back in his very possessed state, he hit his head and went, "Oh f- <laughs> <laughs> Instant recovery from possession. You <laughs> possessed him. You, well, you, you know right what? Back. There I you go. If you're possessed, <laughs> hit him with so a th- two by four. Well, the thing is, yeah, <laughs> hit him
3: with
0: yeah. a two by four. So I actually can trance. explain that. with very logical, from my point of view, because what it did is it brought him back to our space.
4: Uh, it's was like, was it's in like in a Ghostbusters, room. isn't it? Yeah. I the, the power of Patty compels you. Yeah. yeah. So you know <laughs> that's <laughs> what it is. I
0: mean, you brought him back. You brought him back brought them back into our reality. Uh, you snapped them out of it. You focused. Instant so. grounding. Anyways, I t- <laughs> think we're taking a break right now because I hear something in the background.
3: It's the iguana. You called for the break? Yeah, the break's here. <laughs> Take the break when you want the
0: break. <laughs> so you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with Lou Blassi, Roxy Zicker, Kinswicker, and our very special guest, the most annoying <laughs> Steve Parsons. Because you know him right. Yeah, right.
3: An oasis in this hectic world. Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack of energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within, and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit TransformYourLifeNow.org or contact Maureen, the email address is maureen at transformyourlife.org.
1: Chronicles morning edition. You're listening to Eagle Radio 1110 a.m. 102.9 FM HD2 and on TojiNet.com. I am your scary godmother, Roxy Swicker. Mm. I'm here with Professor Luke Blasey, my husband Ken, Ron Kolak, and our very special guest, Steve Parsons, who's here from the UK. I always get that, Ron Kolak. She does that way better
4: than you. Oh, bite me. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like, that just flowed. I'll
0: sick my freaking iguana out you. She's
4: either reading it off her iPad. No, or I'm not. good at it. No, no? no. that's a TojiNet chat room. Yeah. Yeah. See, mm. it's like professional almost. Almost. Oh, do you, want, do you want to co-host Ghost Chronicles International?
1: I would love to. This opening like, I heard, right? Yeah, I will be. <laughs> it in will be
4: about five <laughs> minutes. Exactly. I'm, I'm there. Let me Steve, be the first Steve will be gone. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, you thing. Can't, you can't because it wouldn't be international. <laughs> oh well. Tough luck. It's you that's going. No, yeah, I don't think
1: so. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: well, the both of you are that going. Was
4: slick. <laughs> that was slick. <laughs> Have you heard the internationals intros? Hello. Zip it! Or <laughs> the pot, the best bit. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> oh. what, Carry on. on
3: the it's one. been like this all weekend.
1: <laughs> Carry on. I, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to. Yeah, do I'm doing so. my best here. <laughs> so tomorrow our evening we will be joining both of our happy campers here for a haunted dinner at the blue mermaid which is a fabulous mm-hmm. old haunted brothel in the city of portsmouth new hampshire and we're going to talk about some of the ghosts in the building we're going to have a fabulous three course dinner steve's going to do a presentation on spirits and then we're going to hop aboard the haunted trolley and take a ride through portsmouth and new can Newcastle. i bring my Gorn? yeah sure We'll only, only only, have a seat to put it in because we can't give up a seat the, on the I'll trolley. Bring
4: the gasoline and matches.
1: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> she
0: has a name, Mary, Mary Iguana.
1: Mary Iguana. Yeah. Do you want an Iguana? Okay. No, Mary Iguana. Okay, very well. And Happy New Year. Yep, uh, wonderful. Uh, anyway, before yes, on. I before You can before, remember before our it,
4: guests' names as well as you can remember the name of your new pet Iguana. I love <laughs> my Iguana.
1: <laughs> Somebody has to. So if you want to join us tomorrow, there still are a few tickets left. You can find them at curiosities.com And just click on there, and you can buy a ticket for either the dinner or the dinner and the trolley tour, one or the other, or both. It's up to you. And it should be a really fun evening. It's a it's a great old space from around 1805, mm. and it's in a beautiful neighborhood. And then see, of course, most people forget even exists. So there's all kinds of really cool stuff going on. And, uh, and
0: at the end of the evening, uh, Steve and I will be in a cage match.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'll be after... Everybody's left. <laughs> Later on today, I'm going to make sure out that over we... I'm going to make yeah, a hang pledge Hang that bridge. I'm oh, oh, wait, oh,
4: Steve's making a pledge. I'm going to I'm oh. make sure that Rom brings the iguana. So if you want to come along tomorrow night I bring to the meet the iguana... I've got to carry that damn thing everywhere. Who's in the trunk of the car? The uh, the iguana will be there. I don't want to bring it. I want to personally we can't meet the iguana, no, the iguana We can't do a yeah. whole show about the iguana and then not... All right. If was, you want to see was, the iguana, I,
1: I think this is the orientation for the new mascot of the Northern Ghost Project. Is the iguana? So, if you want to see had a wanna see,
0: a see the iguana in person, uh, come tomorrow night and uh, meet Mary Iguana.
3: Yes.
0: Mary Iguana. Where yeah. are So, right.
1: is, is is Mary a girl or a boy? Mary. Yeah, it's a girl.
0: In Massachusetts, doesn't matter. Okay.
3: Gender is a spectrum. She
0: can use any bath- bathroom she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem.
1: <laughs> Just saying. Excellent. So it's all good. Yeah.
0: Excellent. So, anyways, uh, yeah. so tomorrow I, I guess I'm bringing Mary Iguana, another freaking thing to me to haul around, but that's okay. Huh? I'll be
4: all right.
1: Well, you're so in love with that iguana, gu- you're going to have to bring it around. Mm. Obviously.
4: Yeah, whatever. You're lucky I didn't say that we'd pledge you to bring the Derek Ikora sign signed t shirt. I'll wear that. <laughs> oh,
0: I'll wear it. You, you tick me off, and I'll wear that thing. Even though it's two sizes
3: too
4: small. You I'll wear it, it. I'll play. I'll play the tapes of our radio show with you. Never mind you <laughs> being <dynamite. laughs>
3: <laughs> Steve, how did you do with the shroud presentation? I was interested in the shroud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Steve, how did you do with the shroud? Uh-uh. Oh, he, I thought I you did it. S-
4: I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it. I, that was Ron's presentation. Yeah, yeah that's
0: think that. to any of my presentations?
4: No. Like you went to in me? all fairness, no. How many do I go to you? None.
1: There he, you go. He went to my presentation.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I forced him to. <laughs> I
1: don't think so. He wasn't tied to the chair. No.
3: Wasn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, that was actually good, uh, Lou. Yeah. You know what's really cool? In in yeah, I mean it's a long presentation, so I don't want to go into the whole thing. Thing. Thank we'll
4: goodness. About fourteen foot ten. Maybe
0: maybe we'll do a, <laughs> a, a show on it sometime, but. One of the cool things, people were taking pictures, were doing selfies with the, with
4: Jesus, right? Selfies Selfies with with Jesus. Jesus. I like that. Oh my! (laughs) I mean, so a, there's
1: a business opportunity there, the, there, Lou. There absolutely, absolutely
4: is. What's that? <laughs> or, or Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Uh, selfies with, <laughs> with Jesus. Selfies <laughs> with Jesus. Like and, uh, like it was the,
1: and see if that domain name's taken, Lou. <laughs> you, right.
0: can, you can see uh, you can see. Uh, Why so are you there? Look at
4: Mary the iguana. Don't call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can see some of those
1: you can pictures. Start
4: both of those right now. You can
0: see some of those photographs that people took with Jesus, and you will notice something very interesting. <laughs> no, registered five minutes. and in that, <laughs> in that, when you take a picture of the Shroud, you actually get a negative image, uh, image, which is pretty cool. So, that's one of the mysteries of the Shroud, so that's it's a neat thing. I, I really, uh, in fact, I've got a um, Keith Johnson, you know him, the Demon archer mm-hmm. who brought me Mary mm-hmm. I'm going to be on his TV show and I'll be doing a special on the uh, Shroud do. of the
4: you know, in what would them. happen if you took a picture of the iguana and turned it into a negative? I don't know. I'm going to find out.
1: But did you take a picture of the iguana with the shroud? That's what I want no, Of course, the not. two
4: of them will not cannot appear in the same. <laughs> they can't be in the same room. No, we're, oh. we're not sure. We, we we've never seen the iguana and the shroud. Well, that only together. makes oh oh, wait a it. mystery! All right, you, all right. You selfies with decide, Jesus dot com
3: is, is <laughs> taken, but selfies oh, with Jesus no. dot us is available. <laughs> really? Yeah.
1: Oh my god! Put it
3: now. Check that in about five minutes. Yeah. That's
0: bizarre. But anyways, you can't have the iguana with Jesus because, you know, the iguana came from a demonic possession. So, you know, they cannot look on the face of you Jesus. Know, iguana so is law. Latin
4: for Jesus. What's that? Iguana is Latin for Mary Jesus.
3: MaryTheIguana.com is available. It is? Yeah.
0: M-A-R-I? No. M-A-R-I-G? M-A-R-I. G- it? M-A-R-I. That's Mary.
3: Put it together.
0: M-A-R-I-G-U. R-I-G-U- what do you got? Mary Iguana. R-I. You've got to say it in one word. Mariguana. Oh. Get it? Mariguana?
3: I got it. I got it.
0: Yeah.
4: You got that? Here. You got that? Yeah, anyway. So, yeah. There is obviously a link because Jesus' mother was, of course... An iguana? Mary. Mary. That's right. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Maybe she wasn't an iguana. And, and the conspiracy theorists here. And uh-huh. Jesus married Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people have said that this alien race are actually all lizards. Mm-hmm. So this could be...
2: We're no. to something here now. Yeah, yeah. Let's next conspiracy.
4: Stop running with it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> very quickly. Uh, so you, you'll be doing uh, this thing tomorrow, which is going to be exciting. because yeah, I've a, always I'm wanted a
4: pre- an AV presentation entitled "Haunted Portsmouth." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, which is kind of cool. I'm I'm excited about. Now you know Portsmouth, England, right? Not Portsmouth, U.S. Ah, uh, oh, you have to oh. change it now. I might do a bit of reworking later. Okay, yeah, but. Uh, That's the interesting thing is we do have like so many sister cities from Mm -hmm. the UK to the US. In New England, we live in New England. Yeah, this is New New England. Yeah,
3: that's
0: why there's so many sister cities. This is New England. New England. Well, why would it be called New Portsmouth instead of Portsmouth? Again, it's that kind of confusion. New Hampshire, Portsmouth, or New Hampshire, New York. Yeah, but I'm talking about these cities. They name these cities like Cambridge.
3: Well, it'd be easier to find a city in New England that Shouldn't doesn't have a New sister city in New New Cambridge to then.
0: distinguish it. Say yeah. somebody's traveling on the ocean, and they say, "Where are you going?" I'm going to Cambridge. Oh, I have New York. Are you going to Cambridge? Don't spoil it. It doesn't sometimes. matter. <laughs> we, those are examples of they were smart to figure it out. But, you in know, Bedford. Cambridge. Which one am I going to? Maybe well, so they got confused. lazy. Well,
4: the thing is, I'm we're so confused. With a major port like New York, York, New York. You see, but with Cambridge, with Tewkesbury, with Gloucester, with Portsmouth... This should be new Gloucester, Gloucester. No, new Tewkesbury. No, because yes? the old one yes? is 3,000 miles away. There was no possibility... What if you're in a boat in the middle the of mail the thing? You be- don't know which way you're going to go. No. You you're going to go, gonna go gonna south mail. or yeah, there's no possibility of a mail redirect going wrong. The state is you know, New Hampshire, so it's if like you were it's covered. It doesn't no. It doesn't make it no. though. If you were going to send the mail, it's not New Massachusetts, Massachusetts. from Boston to Chutesburg. Massachusetts, Massachusetts is an Indian, Indian name. name, exactly. It wasn't going to end up in Gloucester, England. I think they would. I think well, they would be confused. No, the USPS are pretty pretty small.
0: No, I don't think so. It looks like they use the term "new" for states and entire regions. Uh-huh. You have New yeah, Bedford, for cities and towns.
4: Wait a
1: minute, you have New Bedford, name. New London, New, new London. 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 Yeah, There's Browns always right. exceptions to the rule.
0: Yeah, exactly. We have
4: the mi- we have someone screwed up royally.
0: Have, That's all I can say. And we have Brighton, we have
4: New Brighton, yeah, um, which is a which was a seaside town elsewhere in Badges the UK. Drift. Oh, really? Maybe like they way like sounded. Brighton and became New Brighton.
0: Badgers Drift. What? Badgers Drift. Was that in Midsummer's? Yeah, yeah. Midsummer's. <laughs> They're all dead there. So let's 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 while we're talking about Midsummer's. Yeah. Not that we
4: were. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the is there really such a place as Midsummers? No. It's based on the, the county of Rutland in, in the middle, uh, where you have lots of... Um, little boroughs? Uh, no, the little towns where one is the, the, the larger where the manor house would be. So that would be, say, um, Upton Parva or Upton Magna, which okay. means the bigger of the two. And then you mm-hmm. would have Upton Minor or Upton Lesser. Which would mean the lesser in and that's i mean in Wales we have um similar sort of uh towns where the where the lord resided mm-hmm. and the, the 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 township that built up around the manor that would be the the greater town, and then you would have a smaller town or hamlet which um is linked to it but of a lesser status, and that would be lower lesser part, um minor.
0: Now, like they have like the woods and stuff, and and those all belong to the the, the, Lord. Mi- the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he really controlled. Even were the towns
4: the, his too? In 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 times gone in days. Yeah, past, times gone by. Yeah, we're talking about... Yeah, um, yeah, the talking Lord across. would establish his manor, his demands, um, and he would establish the. Uh, he would sell land rights, or he would uh, farm the rights. That didn't mean he went out and sowed crops. Farming w- meant that he would take a percentage of the, the, the crop a percentage the So would you
0: the own revenue. the land or, or you would just on he, leasing it, kind w- of?
4: He, he would give you the land in, in, in exchange for fealty that you would fight for him, that you would give him a percentage mm-hmm. of your um, revenue, mm-hmm. however the revenue was or you would join his militia for a period of time. If you then didn't fulfil, or you would also pay rental, of course, mm-hmm. um, but oh, so you, you, could could rent line, right? you could rent land. You could rent land, yeah, okay. and you were also. What was also interesting is uh, in the early part of the the medieval, you were the individual, the people were the property of the lord also. Oh, really? So you were you were also his, his property, his goods and chattels. So if you wanted to marry or move out, if you wanted to marry, you had to have his permission. If you wanted to move away, of course, you were depriving him of his Revenue. properties. Yeah. So you would have to pay him compensation, or the lord to. Uh, to the manner in which he was you were then moving, uh, say for example, um, two people from adjacent lord, uh, manors were to marry, then the, the the woman would almost certainly move in with the husband. Mm-hmm. Um, compensation would be have would have to be paid to the lord of her manor um, for the loss of one of his goods. Now, who would
0: pay that? The the lord from the other one? Or? No,
4: no, no. Uh, that would be paid by if the lord wasn't going to pay. Mm-hmm. I, you know, not, the family it was you know the, the, the there I were think. different situations that all went out with the Black Death because the plague there was nobody left <laughs> there were so few people left that the balance of power shifted to mm-hmm. the labourers because if the Lord of the Manor wanted his f- crops worked if he wanted the animals looked at, uh, looked after if he wanted the building maintained, he had to then go to a, a very small pool of people who sat back and went, if you want me, that's going to cost you. Mm-hmm. And that shifted forever, the balance of power. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, what's really interesting, Lou, I don't know if you knew this as well, is that even here in the United States, if you were wealthy, right, you could raise your own militia to fight for the north or the south or whatever. You became your own general or whatever, mm-hmm. and you, as long as you, you know, equip them in and, and get them up, you, you were a general and you were part of it. And it, it was that done. way in the UK, Yeah, right? yeah.
4: Well, during the English Civil War, many uh, regiments of militia were raised, and they had their own flag, their own uniforms, um, and that, that situation of buying um, an officership sort of exists to this present day in the form of the yeomanries, which are symbolic... Militia—they have no military or no jurisdiction. They are purely symbolic, and d- it's ceremony, it's ritual. You can equip them. Uh, they're equipped with blood swords, mm-hmm. and, um, glittery uniforms with feathers. <laughs> and but you get,
3: <laughs> you get a semi-legitimate title out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: But it is only—it is only a ceremonial. Um, Think. But reverence is paid to them, you know. Due reverence is paid to these uh, lieutenants of the county, as they're called, mm-hmm. um, the governor of the county, who is purely a ceremony. He has no authority. No, he's just dragged out um, to welcome dignitaries.
0: Yep. You know what's interesting too is uh, one of the stories from Midsummer's, w- which I I wouldn't be surprised really happened in true life, is that the lord of the manor raised an army and went off to World War One. And the entire regiment that was... Did dis- happen. ...was killed. That did happen. So the village had to be run by women.
4: No, oh, no, sorry, I, I, I thought you were talking about the... Um, all right, I'll listen to yours. The okay. regiment... <laughs> uh, <sorry. laughs> on, on the Sandringham Royal Estate... Yeah, um, ...in World War I, uh, we had what were called pals armies, and the idea being that men would fight better together if they were all from the same town or village or factory. hmm And the king uh, at Sandringham, from his own estate workers, raised a regiment. This regiment was sent to Gallipoli. Oh, God. That was a... And... um, Not your your finest hour, I hate to tell you. They all disappeared. Yeah. And it became a huge conspiracy, a huge mystery. Some people said that they were abducted by aliens. (laughs) Seriously, it's akin to the Angels of Mons, um, in that this army, this, this group of men from the royal estate of... Sandringham, Norfolk, mm-hmm. went, went, advanced into battle into a line of smoke that glowed brightly and when the smoke eventually cleared, they'd all disappeared.
1: Mm-hmm. And this,
4: this, and of course British military records were, were closed and were secret. It wasn't, I was say, militarily Britain's greatest hour. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those records were deliberately closed and suppressed it took archaeologists and films of, of, and books have been written about this disappearing army, mm. this, this regiment of the king that disappeared mm-hmm. and um, in the early 2000s archaeologists revisiting the battlefield and excavating areas of mass graves discovered that what had actually happened is that they had in fact just walked in between machine guns and that the, the Ottomans had uh, essentially captured them all and then massacred them. It was a war crime that hmm. was then hidden. But the British knew about it, but be- in order to make the peace work afterwards, yeah. it was it was swept away and hidden. Was that policy changed after that? In, in, in regards of the Powell's regiments um, and the, uh, defi- uh, the, the huge massacres that took place on the Somme, were indeed whole streets where every man in the town had had all but been massacred Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just one or two it was entire streets of men entire factories football teams cricket teams they all went off to fight together and they didn't come back yeah and after that the policy was that regionally you would recruit so a regiment would be raised from north from cheshire from but that they they would actively separate family and close Mm-hmm. Sort of family, uh, close area acquaintances that so you didn't get this effect again.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we, of course, we changed ours after the the Sullivans were killed in World War.
4: I mean,
3: you, you ever were, see that movie? We had movie? a similar incident yeah. with the Campanions and Lawrence. Oh, the yeah, Campanion Did
4: the you ever see that movie? Fighting Sullivans? Out. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever see that? I think I have. Yeah. Is that the basis of Private
1: No, I haven't seen that.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. That's the basis of it. But basically, it was. It, it's one of those black and white ones, it's really cool because it's all brothers from the mm-hmm. same family they went off together and they all got killed and the, the youngest one was like the youngest one in the family, you know how they are and uh, they shows them at the end of the movie all going up to heaven, you know yeah. at, after they all get killed and then they stop and they said, come on! <laughs> and it shows the last youngest one running up there with them, so yeah, that they changed all that because that's what happens imagine you know, losing your whole family right. uh, you know, a mother or, or, or a father and it's it's horrid but war, war is terrible you, you think in a case like that where, where a group family you, you think if they were to come back would it be a haunting as a group whereas I, I just thought of that now I mean
1: I think it could be
0: interesting yeah w- what do you think Parsons
4: in terms
1: of
0: uh, if you know if you believed in ghosts
4: well if, you, if if you if you, if you, if, if you, were, if you believed in ghosts um, there are there are examples where there are multi multi hauntings related where the, where the the phantoms are said to be related but of course in terms of men fighting together dying together and Reappearing together, there are countless ac- accounts of battlefield ghosts. Oh, phantom regiments and phantom so forth. and yes, yeah, like, like in Giddensburg, Giddensburg. Mm-hmm. Um, Edge Edgehill. We talked about earlier. There are there are countless. I mean, you, you, you could you could fill a telephone directory simply from listing the, yeah. the battles where apparitions have been seen subsequently. So this uh, uh, blood brothers, this idea of men with this this bond. One of the the Perhaps disturbing and distasteful ideas that that was briefly explored and fortunately stopped was the uh, there was a proposal uh, to examine the ha- the were there any hauntings at for example Auschwitz or one of the concentration camps yeah. Yeah. and the 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 idea on paper seemed sound because they said that one of the theories is that um, when. Uh, there is a tragic event; mm-hmm. it will imprint itself into right. the surroundings. Right. Therefore, when you take such a you know, a million tragedies in a concentrated area, the recording should be so intense, uh, but ethically, morally, tastefully. Um, what was interesting is the Polish authorities and the Jewish Church said yes that they could it could be it could be undertaken, mm-hmm. um, but the practical. Uh, the practical problems. Uh, well, wouldn't our equivalency be Gettysburg?
0: It would, in a way. You, we talk about well, the uh, but th- the two this sides is could, fight,
4: could fight each other, right. um, In, oh, in the think. case of Auschwitz, yeah, one all side, victims. One side, yeah, mm. all victims.
0: Yeah, mm. so uh,
4: there was no chance to fight. Back.
0: You, you actually had an opportunity to go there, right? I've been to Auschwitz.
4: Yes, yeah, I've been several times.
0: Right, and and did you get a chance to interview anyone from the local I, I I
4: did actually speak to two of the guides afterwards and said um, what I, what I was interested in and have there any have there been any apparition um, encounters? Mm-hmm. And yes, they said that they had. Oh, they had. Um, obviously, they were Polish. We were trying to speak in. Polish and English and Should've I, 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 I could have had you there. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Pienza, Pienza. But the, but the guides themselves said that the um, the place had memories, um, and the memories came alive. I think it was the translation from Polish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, that's
4: uh, that's intriguing. That's I always I
0: you always think. You know, I always thought uh, everybody talks about. You know. If, mass murder, a sudden tragedy and stuff like that. I mean, there are so many uh, terrible incidents, y- you know, like he- Nagasaki and Himoshima, which should be totally haunted, whatever it is. What, you never heard of uh, Watched Up English before? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Jeez. Every time we Every do week. the show. <laughs> what? You know, there's no such thing as slow death. What's that? There's no such thing as a slow death. Oh, agony before it.
0: Depends no, there's what no such
4: thing as a slow death. Death well, is instantaneous. Uh, it depends yeah. your definition of you're death. You're alive, you're dead. It well, doesn't that, matter how you get there. The transition can be, you know, up to the point of death can take a long time or mm-hmm. it can be instantaneous.
3: But the energy imprint would be from the uh,
4: activity just previous to the death. Um, but that would... There. Are, there are some interesting accounts where people believed that they were going to die and that they became an apparition it became a ghost yeah hmm. what really yeah there was a famous instance that took place on a uh, air transat flight a canadian airliner that was going from um montreal across the atlantic to france mm-hmm. to switzerland and this was about 15 years ago and the, there'd been a fueling issue at montreal and that the aircraft had was not carrying the fuel the the gauges said it was carrying mid Atlantic. The aircraft completely, the, all four engines flamed out. The aircraft ran out of fuel. Mm-hmm. They were halfway, fifteen hundred miles each way, but they were two hundred eighty miles um, from the Azores.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And the the crew knew that they were going to ditch. Yep. This thing was going to go down mid Atlantic, and inevitably, you know, you yep. could try rafts, but people, you know, people believed the passengers believed. that that they were gonna, you know, they were gonna mid Atlantic, they were gonna die. Yep. Um, one, a woman back home, a f- uh, mother back home in Switzerland, in Geneva or Bern, she woke up, um, sat up bolt upright in bed to see the apparition of her son standing at the bottom of the bed. And he said, you know, he, he, he was wet and he said, um, he looked at her and she knew at that moment he was dead. Yeah. She looked at the clock, she woke her husband and said, He's you know our son is dead. Yeah. The plane, because of a uh, freak of the jet the jet stream and very very you know spectacular uh, flying by the pilots was able to glide to the Azores mm. without uh, engine power. Wow. Cool. And landed on the runway at the Azores and everybody got off survived and <laughs> but there you have um, and when they talked to the son he said my di- I, you know I knew I was dying. Mm-hmm. I knew um, there were people around me writing notes, and, and I, said, I thought that we're going in the water, a note will not work, I can't yep. record anything, I wish I was with my mother, I wish I could let her know how much I loved her. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: we're actually running out to the end of the show. Uh, that's an
4: amazing story, by the way.
0: And he he really
1: sent
4: is. that energy without dying. And it's yeah. documented, and wow. we have both accounts. Mm-hmm.
0: There, there, but in, in that case, too, that's not the only one. There are many what we call doffer gangers which are actually ghosts of people like Stalin's ghost was seen when he was still alive so uh, when I was at Gettysburg uh, with Richard Felix in the group and uh, I was seen somewhere else where I wasn't as well so uh, (laughs) there are many reports we don't understand everything uh, what goes on in this world which makes it our job so much fun. But anyways, we're running out of time. And if you'd like to meet Steve and myself and Mary Iguana uh, and Roxy <laughs> and Ken, uh, join us tomorrow at uh, the, uh, where is this, Blue Mermaid?
1: At the Blue Mermaid.
0: Yeah. And uh, you can get tickets at?
1: NewEnglandCuriosities.com.
3: All right. There you go. So. And that's in New Portsmouth, New Hampshire?
1: Yeah. New, New Portsmouth, New Hampshire.
3: You put the gig port- together, you get billed after the stuffed iguana. New world.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe we'll cook the iguana. What do you say? There's
0: no way in hell you go out in flames if you try to touch her.
4: <laughs> Seriously. It needs to be put in a glass cabinet with a crucifix. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you can sleep with it. Okay. Just saying. Let us
0: know
1: how that goes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyways, so we're <laughs> just about out of time. Check out my website, anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and see where else, uh, if you can't make it tomorrow, where else, uh, what's-his-name will be here. <laughs> oh there.
4: Where? Well, over here till uh, the 5th of October. There you go. Doing stuff with an iguana. Oh, are you back next week? Yeah. Yeah. We'll looks like back it. next show, yeah. We could bring the
3: iguana. No, we can't. You can interview the iguana. I
0: don't Blue, think you so. want
1: to meet the iguana?
3: I do. Well,
0: yeah. I'll do that yeah. at my well, own. We've
4: got the we've got the glass screens between, so
0: it. Really no, I'm you are you a it? I'll so? do that at my own show. You're thank really
4: you. Safe with the iguana. <laughs> <laughs> we can put
0: the webcam. I'm, I'm creating <laughs> a new website and and new show. It's just me and the iguana.
1: Selfies with Jesus.
4: And do you know what? The iguan will still be able to pronounce things better.
0: <laughs> Till next time, everyone, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.
1: Stay spooky.
4: From goalies to ghosties, long legged beasties, and things that go bump in the night.